This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Have you been thinking of becoming a Saints Happy Hour patron? We have an offer you can't refuse. Sign up, and if you don't think Saints Happy Hour is the best daily Saints podcast and you aren't having a blast chatting on our private Discord channel with other Saints fans, we will refund your money. No questions asked. If you sign up at the $10 level, you can even keep our Boost Bundle welcome gift after the refund. You have absolutely nothing to lose, so go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up today. Saints Happy Hour is doing a live show at Port Orleans on Friday, September 16th. Join us as we get ready for the Saints 2022 home opener versus Tom Brady and the Bucks. It will be a fun night of laughs and Saints talk with the Saints Happy Hour crew. The show starts at 7 p.m. You need to RSVP at saintshappyhour.com to make sure you get the free The Boys Are Back in Town Souvenir Cup featuring the Honey Badger and Jarvis Landry, so you can fill it up with beer for your first drink at just three bucks, with all the proceeds going to support Team Gleason. So do it. Go to saintshappyhour.com and RSVP for the Saints Happy Hour live show at Port Orleans on September 16th. We will see you there. And who dat? for the first time ever in this podcast. Andrew William Tecumseh III, Juge, take your victory lap. You told us this was going to happen. The Saints traded C.D. Deuce to the Philadelphia Eagles for a bag of peanuts. They they only got a fifth and a sixth round pick. They traded C.D. and a seventh to the Eagles. People on Twitter were calling you names, calling you worse things. You told us that it was an untenable situation, and CD, the Saints were looking to trade him. And I have to say, by the looks of this trade, because I always say, look at what the Saints do, not what they say. By the looks of this trade, it was a he's got to go situation, and it might even be worse than what you had said or knew about because they got nothing for him. They got 60% of on the dollar. It's not even close to the third-round comp pick if he would have played out the season. This was a he's got to get out of here today kind of move to me. Yeah, no, I think uh, that was the thinking. And look, I mean, I, first of all, you know, uh, I got to say this. I'm not happy about this. Like, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is a good player. Saints just got worse today. I like, did. They, they, gave, they, they lost a good player, and they got back a couple picks, and they gave away a shitty pick. So, like, at, at the end of the day, like, all this, like, ma- makes the Saints worse this year. Now, can they absorb it? Like, do, if Elante Taylor plays well, and, you know, obviously Roby's a good player, so, like, they absorb the loss, yes, mm-hmm. but are they a better football team because of this trade? No. And so 
I'm not like taking a, I'm not like pumped about this. Like I, 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 in a perfect world, I think they would have kept him this year. I think they would have, if, if he wasn't, let's be honest, if he wasn't a crazy person, they would have extended him. I think they would have made, I I think he was really unhappy. Look, I I think this all stemmed, look, I, I think this all stemmed from started with Deshaun Watson. His name was out there and you know, I was tipped by someone I know, and you knew about this. Yeah, that's right. I was texting with it, interviewed him right when all this was happening, interviewed him separately from, and, you know, I'm not going to name names, but like, I, I, I was told a story that made him seem like a crazy person, like a, a total lunatic, like completely unstable. And, I think he was upset. I think, you know, look, I, I think a lot of you, he's all in with the Saints and he yeah, cares. Look. And, and so, like, on the heels of that, he's also, I know he was very mad that he wasn't included on the top 100 NFL players list because he he's he's kind of delusional. Like, he thinks he's the best nickel corner to ever play the game. And, and you know what? Some Saints fans believe that, too. And and that's fine. That It's an opinion. I tend to believe that he's a good player, but he's a little spotty with his tackling. Not a great man cover guy. He gambles a little bit. Sometimes it pays off. He makes great plays. Sometimes, like and like I said, he's a good player. So I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying I don't agree that he's the best nickel corner to ever play the position. I, I don't. No. I just don't agree with and, that. And you know, like he wanted to be paid as such. And on the heels of the Deshaun Watson thing, he came to practice every day. From what I was told. A lot of times he was very vocal about his displeasure of the contract situation. He, he, we know he sat out practice. I mean, he was there, so it's not like he skipped, so he couldn't be fine. But he, I don't know if he faked an injury or he just like sat out the the team portions of things. But like he was unhappy about things, so there was unrest. And I, I think a lot of times, and and this is where like you know, 2015, 2016, I think that's fresh on Mickey Loomis's mind. This culture that they worked so hard. To, to build can be undone pretty quickly by a couple of bad apples, a, a yeah. couple of disgruntled and, players who are, who are really, really vocal. And like the saints made the business decision not to make him the highest paid nickel corner in the history of the league, which is what he was after. It, like fact that they just traded him for pennies on the dollar. That tells you all you need to know. Yeah, and here's that the th- they weren't comfortable keeping him for a year and then letting him walk in free agency because they didn't want him poisoning the well, continuing to complain, yeah. influencing young players they weren't comfortable with. Yeah, and here's the here's the thing. But you know, it was a great it was a great tweet, and I forget I forget, I forget who tweeted it because I want to give him credit. But it was a writer, and he said teams that have great culture don't necessarily always talk about their culture, and teams that suck that have a crappy culture, talk about it all the time. The, we talk about the Saints culture. Mickey Loomis does a little bit, and he won't come out and say, this is because of culture and this is that. But like football teams, when you go through, it's all fine and dandy when you win. But the problem is when you go through a rough patch and you lose three out of four, and that's when your locker room and your culture, that's when it matters, right? And... You saw thing. that with, with Galette, Akeem yeah. Hicks, and, and, and Keenan Lewis. Remember the finger pointing stuff? Yeah, and here's the thing. The Saints, 
this the nerds are going to start taking a victory. They're going to say, "Oh, this is this is cap. They couldn't. They couldn't. They can't. They can't afford them. They're they're unloading people." This is not a cap decision. The Saints, if CD do, they let Mar- Marcus Williams. They let him play it out. And granted, he was making ten million, not not peanuts like CD, but they've let guys play it out and walk before. This clearly was the Saints made a decision. You can't be here anymore. And it breaks my heart because, Andrew, say whatever you want about him. He's a crazy person. He's difficult. He's this. He's that. Last year, the Sunday night game against Tampa where he had his arms folded and it's an icon. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. Iconic photo of just taunting Tom Brady. That's the most fun Saints moment I've had since the no call. Now, I can't, I can't, I can't. I'm not going to say for everybody because everybody, everybody's Saints fandom is different. And maybe you have different moments of Saints fandom since 2018 that you've really enjoyed. I can't speak for everybody. But for me, that was it. Like, that moment was incredible. He was taunting the GOAT, the great Tom Brady. It, we were laughing at Tom Brady in his face and CeeDee was leading the charge. And it was amazing. And that was fun. And I'm sad that it's gone. I'm sad too, in some ways. Um, I, so, you know, as I said, like the Saints got worse today, so I'm not pumped about that. But I do think long term, just think about, you know, he would have been the richest nickel in the history of the league. We're, we're maybe 15 million a year was probably what he was after. You know, maybe 14. Mm-hmm. So, like, just think about, just think about on the other side of this, like where they'll be able to invest that money, and like the ascension of Justin Evans. Yeah. And, you know, like they've got, I think May is going to be a, a great player for the Saints, and Teron Matthews is a great pickup, and they still have PJ Williams, and they have Roby, and they drafted Alante Taylor in the you second can, round. You can, you can argue, you can argue if you play Roby in the slot, you can argue Roby is as good as CD Deuce. He's just not as fun. Like, that's an argument you can make. I don't know that I'd agree with it, but that's an argument you could yeah, make. Yeah, I don't know that I agree with that either. I, I don't think he's better. Um, I, I think he's a better cover guy. I think he's a more physical, like, you know, he's he's mm-hmm. a, he has bigger size and he has better technique as a cover guy. I don't know that he's as physical, as crazy, uh, plays with as much intensity, you know, so there's things there. But 
I mean, look, I, it, it's tough because, like, I, I again, like, I don't want to take a victory lap here, but it, but it makes sense. And, like, you don't want a guy that's disgruntled playing on your team all year telling mm-hmm. uh, Adebo, who's a young player, if, you know, second-year starter, yeah. and, and Taylor, who's a rookie, and being in their ear constantly complaining about the Saints and how they did you wrong. Because, like, plants a seed, right? And I mean, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is not yep. afraid to share his feelings on things. Yeah, he's a look, very vocal guy. Philadelphia, you know, Bill Barnwell tweeted this today, that he's, like, the perfect fit culturally and emotionally. He's the most Philadelphia player to play in Philadelphia since Allen Iverson. And that's true. And Philly, it might work out. But if you don't give him what he wants... This year, like he's going to want that contract extension, probably before the season. It might work out fine, but he's combustible. And here's the thing with the Saints, and I think you're going to hate it, Andrew. But you hate when I mention Everton, but I'm going to mention it here. The Saints, we don't like this move, right? We hate it because partially because the Saints, like you said, the Saints got worse today. But there is a trust with the Saints front office that I have where I'm like, if the Saints are shipping out CD Deuce for 60 cents on the dollar, there's a reason for that. And I trust Mickey Loomis that he knows what he's doing because I have 20 years of him doing it, 16 with Sean Payton, and last, if you want to be even more specific, the last five years where they've had winning records for division titles. So you have that trust in the Saints. Whereas Everton, my soccer team, I don't trust them to wake up in the morning and cook themselves breakfast. So that's where I am with the Saints. Like, I, I trust Mickey Loomis. Like, I, I don't like it, but I understand it, and I, I'm going to trust the Saints here. Uh, well, I mean, uh, we don't have a choice, right, as fans? Like, <laughs> that's right. Uh, um, they're, they're getting ripped on social media by, by segments of Twitter, by the way. Fans just do not understand this. Yeah, and I get it. Like, look, I was crushed by the Jimmy Graham trade. And you've got fans that are just super attached to the player. Um, and he, he is super fun. He's a super fun player. Um, I don't know that I personally love CD as much as I love some other guys. Like, I was a big Malcolm Jenkins fan. You know, I was yeah. sad he retired. Like, he's the opposite of Malcolm Jenkins for me. So I didn't gravitate yeah. towards him as much. But, like, I was crushed. I was absolutely crushed when Jimmy Graham was traded. It, it, it crushed me. So... You know, it's one of those things where... And that came um, directly out of the sky, like, stunned. This one, I can't say I was stunned when I saw it on the, the feed today. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, yeah, there's that. But but I, I, my point is I get it. I get, like, kind of the discomfort and, you know, it's and especially when you look at the comp. Like, the comp is lame. Fifth and a sixth-round pick... For, like he's way better than that. Yeah. Like, I I was saying when you asked me like so I, I've been vocal about like this is happening and I think they should do the trade and you know, I I said like I'd love to see a third round pick, a fourth yeah. round pick I could justify but I'd love to get a third, a fifth and a sixth. <laughs> it's freaking lame and they're giving back a seventh. This trade is horrible. Like, yeah. The, the the Eagles are fleecing the Saints here and I, you're absolutely right. It's like get this guy out of the building is, is the move here. I just I just saw uh, Kevin post on Twitter. He said that the Eagles are getting a noted uh, sh- shitster and a uh, and a good player, and I I agree with those comments. I, that's accurate. Yeah. So it, it's a bummer, but 
Okay, again, it's like you have to make these decisions. Like, I really think I, I think the Saints were correct. You can't keep him around. You either got to make him the highest paid corner, the nickel corner that's in right. NFL history, which is what he was demanding. Nothing less than that, from what I understand. I don't know if that's 100% accurate, but I, I'm assuming. And you, you could either pay him way more than he's probably worth, or you trade yeah. him. Yeah. Th- those are your choices. I, I don't believe that keeping him around this season was an option. Did you know there is a great and easy way to support Saints Happy Hour? Even if you aren't a patron, Amazon Prime users can support Saints Happy Hour for free. Just click on the text in this episode's description that says instructions on how Amazon Prime users can support the show. It will only take you three minutes, and the best part is it doesn't cost you anything. You just do a couple of clicks, and you give us $3 of Jeff Bezos' money. So go do it right now. And remember to do it every month. So if you haven't done it yet this month, go do it. And thank you for supporting Saints Happy Hour. Have you been thinking of becoming a Saints Happy Hour patron? We have an offer you can't refuse. Sign up, and if you don't think Saints Happy Hour is the best daily Saints podcast and you aren't having a blast chatting on our private Discord channel with other Saints fans, we will refund your money. No questions asked. If you sign up at the $10 level, you can even keep our Boost Bundle welcome gift after the refund. You have absolutely nothing to lose, so go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up today. And listen, at least not a good one, not a smart You can't, you cannot. I was fine with like the number, the, 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 the highest paid slot corner I think is a guy for the Colts and he makes like just over eight, just over nine or just under nine million. Like if CD, if the, if the Saints would have came out today and be like, hey, we signed CD Deuce four years, $37 million, $20 million guaranteed. He's the highest paid slot corner in NFL history. And it's like, he's the highest paid by like $500,000 or whatever. I'd have been pumped. And I'd have been like, that's a great deal. That's cool. He deserves it. Right? I'm, I'm surprised the Saints didn't get a little bit more. From I'm him, but stu- I guess he, he's in a contract year and he's demanding I'm, a ton of money. So I'm stunned. That. Here's the thing, though. NFL teams know. They know. The, the, you know, you can keep stuff in your building kind of secret and whatever, but they, the Eagles knew. The Eagles, if, if you knew, Andrew... If you the Eagles knew, they knew that like CD's causing trouble. He wants a new deal, and you know, the thing is, I'll be interested to see if he gets a new deal with the Eagles because I'm I'm really fascinated. I'll be very fascinated to see how he plays in Philadelphia if he doesn't get an extension. You know, because 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 the team like if you're the Eagles, right? And you need a corner. You need a slot corner. And the Saints are like, and you're like, hey, we can get him for pennies on the dollar. He wants an extension. Well, we're not going to extend him. We'll give you a fifth and a sixth. We'll figure that shit out when he gets here. Like, I wonder how it's going to be. Like, because the Eagles, they might think they know CD, but they don't know him. They don't see him on a daily basis. So it's gonna, that's going to be really fascinating to me. I'm going to, I want to see if he doesn't play the year with an extension with the Eagles, or does he take an extension that's freaking reasonable? If he takes it, if he takes an extension that's reasonable, Andrew, then it becomes really difficult for the Saints. I think because, like, then it's I, like I just don't think he would take it. I don't think he would take an extension from the Eagles uh, unless you no, know, it's it's for huge money. I, I think he'll just wait for free agency. Yeah. 
Well, we'll see. We'll see. It, it final final thought because they didn't they didn't what they what they've gotten they can't package and get anything for it. Um, does this, you know? I asked you the question yesterday on the big show. I said, did it change your opinion of the 2022 Saints? Has anything happened in training camp that's changed your opinion, good or bad? And the answer was kind of no, not really. This one's pretty big. Does this move the needle back? Does it say, hey, I thought they were going to be 11 wins. Now I think they might be 10. Like, does this move the needle back for you? Don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, I mean, if you tell me, man, I don't know. I, I'm on the fence with this one because I do think – it's really hard for me to quantify. So, like, on the field, Ralph, mm-hmm. I don't – like, if Alante Taylor, like, he could be really good. Like, we don't really know what we have in the second-round pick, and, and that's the thing. Like, the Saints are more privy to that than we are, and they, they yeah. may think they have a, a stud. They may think they have, like, their nickel corner of the future and that they're yeah. freaking loaded at that spot. So, I know that it's safety with the the, the resurgence of Justin Evans and – A's looking good. Matthew's looking good. You know, like they're at PJ, like they're pretty deep at safety. So on some level, like I think if Alante Taylor and Roby are pretty good, like I think they can absorb this. Yeah. And I don't think it really changes much. What I have difficulty quantifying is like the X factor that CD brings to the team in terms of his like passion. Yeah, know, they've his, lost a lot of his intensity. They've lost a lot of, for lack of a better word, they've lost a lot of energy on defense because you take yeah. away and, CD and it's hard, it's and hard you take away Quan, and that's a I, lot of I, energy. A lot, and, and you know I, it's really hard for me to quantify that. Yeah, and, and say like. And, and you know Malcolm Jenkins brought some energy. He was yeah. old, but like he he was a respected leader. And you know, I'd like to think Matthew makes up for that for the most part. Yeah. But but uh, yeah. So I, I have a really hard time quantifying that. Um, I just think it's one of those things where um, I I don't think on the field it's necessarily that big of a deal. So I, my gut tells me to say that, yeah, I, I still think they can go 10-7. and seven. Yeah. If they get hit with a rash of injuries at corner or safety, then you know we'll hit a point where we're like, it would be nice to have had CD. Mm. <laughs> but you have to also, this whole exercise of, of what if, also has to be under the prism at what if CD was going to be a locker room problem all season complaining yeah. about his yeah his contract maybe even sabotaging the team at certain points because he's so pissed off you know, like, yeah that's the thing like he's a combustible player he, he's chaotic and like yeah. do you fully trust that he's gonna be a professional all season knowing that he's playing for peanuts and he's super unhappy about the money he's making like you can't assume that he's gonna be the same cd you've had all the way up to this point to me, it, it, it's a, it's a, that, that's part of why they shipped him out, Ralph. Yeah, I mean, Nick Underhill said he wasn't talking to coaches. Like, that's, 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 it's not insubordination, but it's almost like it, it just, it just marks Nick a, Underhill said that straight up. Yeah, like, in, in an article. So, I mean, like, uh, you know, 
it that is a that's a got to go situation, you know. Um, and and uh, and you know, like you said, it doesn't make them better. Um, but they have they have some options. Um, uh, you know, and look, it happens sometimes with it, it happens sometimes with players. It's just you know what it is, Andrew, and it's because. Even putting putting Junior Gallette aside, and the reason why that example is the one we go to is because the Saints, they're such a freaking well-run organization. They don't have player issues with contracts like this because they're so well-run. You talk about Jack Rabbit came to the Saints. He said even even after they cut him, he was like, that's the best organization I've ever been to in my life, like first class all the way. And so it's so rare for the Saints to have these issues – that it's that it's stunning, and we're like, what is go? What's going on? But like, no, no, no team is immune from having guys that are difficult, and they want what they want. And here's the thing with CD: say whatever you want about him. Say he's a crazy person. Say he's insane. Say he doesn't talk to coaches. But guess what? If he balls out with the Eagles, he's going to get close to that fifteen million dollars a year next year in free agency. Like so. Because talent, if you perform in the NFL, you always get your money, you know. So, um, but it sucks, Andrew. I, I, I'm bro- I'm broken hearted. I'm gonna have to take my CD Deuce fat head off the wall. <laughs> so, yeah. got it, it, it's sad it played out this way. Like I, I, I feel like I le- legitimately. I, I know fans love him. I, I was always a fan of the player. I mean, I he always made me a little uncomfortable. And so that's why I was always vocal about, like, that's not a guy you pay. Like, that's a guy you let walk. So I was always vocal about that. But that didn't mean I didn't appreciate what he did for the Saints. Like, I, I enjoyed him as a player, and I always got a kick out of him. And I know for some fans, he felt that even more. And I just want to reiterate, like, I feel bad for those fans because I was there with Jimmy Graham. And I absolutely hated it. I was there with Sproles, dude. Sproles, mm-hmm. I love Sproles. I was crushed. We traded Sproles away. Sproles, I got it a little more because he was older. Um, but with Graham in particular, crushed me. And so I get it, and I feel for those fans. It's, it sucks. It sucks when you lose players you're invested in. Yeah. So, guys, thanks for joining us. Listen, if you listen to the free version of this show, you heard it at the top. Uh, our great producer, Thomas, he cut a uh, promo for us. Try us for free. Sign up at the $7 level, the $10 level. Try us for a month, the first month of the football season. If you don't like it, DM me, send me an email, boom, I'll hit you a refund, no questions asked. Because I know what? You know what, Andrew? I know people that listen to the free version, I know they're going to join the community, they're going to get into Discord, they're going to like all the content we give them, and they're going to stay because we're awesome. And we need your support because we doing amazing things. We're doing a live show September 16th. By the way, up to 110 RSVPs. If you listen to this and you haven't RSVP'd yet and you want your boys or back cup, you better get on it because there's like 15 or 20 of them left. So, I'm just saying. So, Andrew... I'm sad. I'm I'm I I am I am I'm it's setting it's setting in now that CD's gone and it's really hit me and I'm really sad. But you know, it's life. But guys, thanks for joining us. Me and Andrew, we're gonna try to do a Twitter spaces maybe tonight or tomorrow. We'll see. 
Uh, but thanks for joining us. Please support the show, and we will see you again tomorrow.